the surprise of no one, Miyazaki did it again. What movie are you talking about, we ask? Of course, it is his Academy Award winner, Spirited Away. We can't wait to dive in this week on Shonen and Suds. Cody! We're back! We're back! We're back! <laughs> yes, How we are, the Chris. hell are you, sir? Chris, I am fantastic, you know. Uh, we, we get to reunite tomorrow, Chris. Tomorrow night at a Chili's near you, you know. The boys are back in town. The boys right. are back in town. I, I have can't a, wait. I have a mustache all combed up, you know. I, I have a new now, and improved stash. Everything. Dude, you've got the fucking Jim Dangle going on, man. <laughs> you were going fucking Reno 9-1 done. I yeah. fucking love it. Yeah, Chris, you, you remember last time we were in Florida, there was, I was starting it. I had, I had like, oh, yeah. I had just, it was just, it was just stubble. Now we're, now we're feeling the flow at this point. Yeah, you definitely had the Pedro from um, Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite yeah. going on. Now you've gone from Pedro to fucking seasoned police officer. It's crazy. Whenever you like grow a mustache or a beard or anything like that, you face some adversity at first, mm-hmm. and then you know it's slowly but surely everybody's coming around. You know, now now, yeah, you, now they just call me porn stash at work, and it's great. That, there it is, old fucking Dirk Diggler. Who's your daddy? <laughs> but no, no, that's true. That is true. Anytime you're trying to do something different, either it's grow your hair out, grow a mustache, grow a beard. You have to be ready for like the awkward puby phases. Yeah, hundred percent. Or like it's just night. You just, especially if you're in a relationship, you've got to look at you know your significant other and say, "I'm doing this," and you love me during the bad times, and you love me during the awkward times. <laughs> That's right. And I, I've actually my beard is not as bushy. It is a lot closer now. I actually shaved. I almost shaved it all completely off because I wanted to get some sun on my cheeks while I was down in Orlando. But uh, I, I kept the close beard, so it's not as bushy as it was. So I'll, I'll be looking different as well. But that's right. um, that's... but either it's way, all right. either way, we're, we're two for one. You know, two for twenty, that... two for one. We're we're hitting all the chilies combos. Dude, we're gonna fucking get thrown out of that fucking chilies. I'm telling you that right now. I can't wait. You know, and some of our listeners might not be able to relate about you know traveling to a new city and still going to chilies, but you know it's it's. Well, it's only because when we went to Florida last time, everyone was like, "Yeah, you know, chilies has two for one," and I was like, "What? They don't have that here." And we're like, <laughs> "What is this? What is this myth you're talking about? Hey, you buy yeah, one drink, you get one drink free. It's like." We're there. Stop drilling your struck <laughs> oil. I am fucking in. So that's what we're doing this weekend. But Cody, you know, leading up to that, obviously, that's why we decided to choose something simple, something very easy to digest this week. And dude, I'm blown a fucking way every time that I watch this movie. It's so fucking good. Yeah, this one. I I think it it just it's it's it just gets better every time I see it. And I used oh to be a person God. that was kind of like, oh, Spirited Away is kind of overrated. Like, I, I've said that out loud. Oh, um, you Boston. But I get and, it, hey. But I, I'm just wrong. Like, it, it, is, it is right where it should be. Like, it, it is just great. Yeah, it's a phenomenal piece of artwork. And, of course, if you haven't seen it, shame on you. But also, this is your, this is your last stop on the train back to the human world. Um, because spoilers ahead. And again, like I said, it's 2022. If you're an anime fan and you have not seen Spirited Away, you can go fuck yourself. That's just kind of <laughs> how it is. There's that, you know. I, I I I appreciate everybody who likes and doesn't like things, but this is this is a absolute 
must watch anime. Yeah, one hundred percent. If there's, there's an no anime, two ways to it. Like, this is like the animated movie that like most people have seen just in general. It's like the Cowboy Bebop of animated movies. Like people who don't watch anime have seen Cowboy Bebop, and it's the same mm-hmm. way w- with Spirited. Well, and also too, right? This is the movie. You know. You know, since it did receive that Academy Award, um, and to to date, Cody, fun fact, it's even to date the only non-English like ha- and hand-drawn movie to win an Academy Award, which is a crime. But right, I, I agree, I agree, and I I genuinely think that this movie winning that is, I mean, me as I in the Western audiences, like I feel like this is what brought. You know Miyazaki animes, like you know the Studio Ghibli animes, to the masses. Yeah, this like, is just the commercial success. Yeah, without without Western... yeah, without like this movie, you don't have a Mugen Train. You don't have your name. You don't have any of the like one hundred percent. Those don't we don't get those over here. Like we, we you know like exactly. us us weebs, you know we would watch them of course, but <laughs> you know like uh, the masses wouldn't even never even heard of them. Absolutely, you got you got to thank the success of you know these now these more modern anime movies to just the commercial success of Spirited Away. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. I I enjoyed watching it again, and I, and I hadn't I hadn't watched this in a while because um, I watched it a lot. I went in for well, a. I saw it in theaters in two thousand two, which when I, I, I think when I watched it, is I watched it on Tuesday. Oh, uh, sorry, Monday. Today's Wednesday. Um, and I was immediately like transported back to that movie theater right there on Virginia Beach Boulevard, right there across from Pembroke Mall. I was immediately transported back to that theater, back to 2002. I could smell the popcorn. I could just hear like the ambiance. Like I just, I remember it so well. Um, and then when it came out on DVD, I watched. It was like it just stayed in my fucking PlayStation Two. <laughs> the PS Two. And it was. Oh, yeah, that's right. Best it was DVD player of all time. <laughs> best DVD player, and it just stayed there. And it was like my background noise. I would fall asleep to it. I'd cut it on while I was just while I would just be doing stuff around the house. And this is before like I'm talking. This is I mean clearly I said PlayStation Two, so there's no like no streaming <laughs> services. I'm out on my own. I don't have cable because I don't want to pay for cable. So my PlayStation Two is my portal to anime, and my DVD collection was through the fucking roof. But it was just like always like. You know what? I'm just. I want some background noise on. Spirited Away was a great answer, though. Berserk '97 was also in that list. If I wanted something a little heavier, yeah. then I would throw on some Berserk '97. But still, man, I, this movie's fucking perfect, dude. Not. It, it absolutely is. I can't remember the first time I saw this. I, I mean, I had to have been young. It had to have been one of those family video, free kids uh-huh. movie grabs that I had. Um, yeah, I I'd recently watched this. I think I watched this when HBO Max came out. Sure, were like yeah. HBO now like switched over and they got like yeah. Warner Brothers and they got, you know, the Studio Ghibli like collection on there. Um so I'd watched it fairly recently, but even from then which was, you know, just probably like I don't know, half a year ago, a year ago maybe at this point now with how fast time's flying. Um mm-hmm. even since then like this movie just exponentially got better in my mind um yep. which by the way up until mugen train this was like the highest grossing uh i want to say this was like the highest grossing film in japan of all time until mugen train blew it away in 2020 yeah it, it's hard it gets confusing with all the numbers because i know like 
it was this for the longest time, and then your name, and then Mugen Train. But like you know, there's certain mm-hmm. there's different categories. You know, some are like right. You're talking domestic box office, yeah. global box office within a certain time frame. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of asterisks and yeah, cat- like you said, categories and criteria. But point is, this movie made stupid fucking money. Stupid money, like blew the fucking doors off what an, what an animated movie could do. And obviously, before we get you know, way too far of ourselves, I am Cody Snodgrass, and I am Chris Adams, and welcome back to Shonen and Suds. As you can see, we're just high on the hog, man. Not because not just because we watched an amazing movie this week, but because we're getting ready to hang out with the boys. It's been too long, you know, but I'm glad that the world is is opening back up. Um, Indeed. You know, it's nice. We get to hang out like once every couple months now, Chris. It's pretty dope. Yeah, this is terrific. I am all for it. I am all for it. Just like I am all for Spirited Away. Really anything (laughs) from uh, from Miyazaki. Um, Now, Cody, as far as any news this week, anything you've uh, read or seen? Now, I do know that um, that show from, uh, I want to say it was the person, uh, the people that did Death Note. Uh, that vampire, that new vampire anime is on Netflix now, like oh, Vampire in the Garden or something like that. Was that the one that done by the people that did? I, I know some of the people did Attack on Titan as well. I believe, I, know, I believe so. Yes, I know, Attack I, on Titan. I know sorry. some of those shows, like some of the staff worked on both those shows. So yes, which makes sense because they're two of my favorite animes of all time. Um, but yeah, I did mm-hmm. see that. I mean, I that is the the one piece of news I was going to bring up. Um. Yeah, and I, I am avoiding it because I know we're going to cover it eventually. So yeah, I, would, I, I really want to watch it, but you know, I know we'll wait. We'll wait. Yeah, very future polls. It will definitely be on 100%. Um, I didn't. I didn't even watch the trailer because I was just like, you know what? We'll just we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. And you know. yep, every time it pops up on my Netflix and it starts to like play a trailer, I'm like, nope, I'm going to scoot you right off of that. Yep. Um, but yeah, that is out. Yeah, I believe it is Vampire in the Garden is the name of it. Um. <laughs> Waiter, there's a vampire in my garden. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that that'll definitely be on a future poll. But no, news-wise, I haven't really been keeping up as much. Um, mostly because I've just been excited for Florida Man. <laughs> oh man. Anime Big news time. has been on the back burner outside of watching Spirited Away, of course. Um. Mm-hmm. Well, I've also been reading a lot of. I've uh, I finished the first volume of Berserk. Now I'm I'm I. Literally, when I was down to the last, like the last chapter of the first mega volume, I immediately got on Amazon and ordered volume two, and it was arrived the next day. So I've already started volume two, and I'm actually bringing it with me uh, to Florida. So you know, before I lay down for the night, or you know, when I'm taking my, uh, you know, my morning dumper ruski, I'll have something to read. Yeah, a little actual reading with <laughs> Yeah, hell yeah, a little that- literature. Get the brain working, you know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Got to get the mind working so we can go play cards and awesome. then I, immediately spoil that with uh with alcohol. Yeah, I actually need to read some more of like the manga that I own. Like I have like the Death Note like collector's edition. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since I've read it. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, it's just collecting dust, and I need to flip through it and read it again. It's been too long. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I definitely want to get more manga. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's just something I, I've I've been away from for for a little bit, especially like when Naruto originally quote unquote ended um, before Boruto mm-hmm. came out. Uh, that was kind of like the last manga I was reading. Like I hadn't I haven't read it since the final chapter of Naruto Shippuden came out. Well, been... That's what I'm saying, dude. The best thing you should do is just 
pay for the Viz app. It's $2 a month, and oh, it yeah. is more manga than you could ever read in a lifetime. But there's something I also just want to, like, I got, the, oh, I want to read the like page. Hero. I want to have the paper going, you know, because I want to feel like a smart person. I respect person that. For once, you know? <laughs> I respect that. I definitely respect that. And that's why I want, I mean, obviously Berserk isn't on the Viz app, but, yeah. like, I, I keep I keep that shit on the ready on my phone in case it's like, oh, well, you know, I want to read some more My Hero Academia, or I'm reading through Demon Slayer as well, just kind of casually. Um, so, know, see, and that's where I'll be a, I'll be a slippery slope. I'll, I'll be like, uh, I can, mm-hmm. I'll just read one chapter of My Hero, and then I'll be like, hours later. oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm like three seasons ahead, and mm. I'm like, oh, this character's still doing this, you know. It's a, it's a slippery slope. Once you start reading the manga, it's hard to get out of. But if if it's paperback, it's you know, you know, I don't know. You have a finite start and stop point. It's like, well, this is what I've got, unless I buy the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely, uh, want to get back into reading some manga, um, manga, manga, whatever, yeah, I, I, been... whatever, whichever potato, potato, you know. Exactly, whatever whatever camp you're from. But uh, Berserk has been great. Uh, again, I mean, the next few volumes I'll be reading are the Golden Age arc, which is what most Berserk fans know. It's what I know. It's all that's really I've ever seen. So you know, I can't wait to get... I, I, I'm super excited to read it, because I know there are, there are a lot of things that are in the Golden Age arc that they have left out of the anime because of how like not chill it is mm-hmm. like uh graphic, specifically too graphic um, maybe well a little, little, little graphic a little bit on the rapey side um ah, I mean, there's okay. a lot of that there's a lot of there's a lot of that um yeah. in this manga there is there's a lot of not chill things that happen but you know it while clearly i don't condone that kind of behavior it it really sets the tone of the story mm-hmm. and for the characters. And you're just like, fuck, this is awful that this is happening to these people. And I really hope, yep, they just went ahead and got their comeuppance. So like, there's a lot, there's a lot of that. Um, So uh, tonally it fits, even though it's it, there, like, um, like the first part, into volume one, going into volume two, there's some, you know, that's when guts gets raped by Donovan as a kid. So it's like, oh, like you, like you don't. They don't show a whole. They don't really show a whole lot. But you're just like, okay, I, yeah, you, I don't even. I don't need to imagine what's happening here. Yeah, I know it's not cool. Right. Yeah, so a lot of things like that. There's some stuff later on that's pretty similar. So you know, I said all that to say this. Um, it's. I get why people are saying that if you want to truly immerse yourself in the story, the manga is the way to go. So I'm really enjoying it is what I, I took the, I took, I went around the block to get there, but that's what I was trying to say. Oh, that's all good. Yeah. Maybe when, when, once you get like, once you read it all, maybe we'll, mm-hmm. we'll start diving into the animation. Cause then I can come at it from an angle of, you know, yeah. hardly knowing anything outside of guts and he swings a sword around and mm-hmm. kills people um, yeah. where you'll have like the full um, perspective on it. Yeah, that's that would that'll be really dope. I'm excited about that. But Cody, I'm my uh, my throat's a little <laughs> yeah, dry we're here. We're, we're over here chatting it up, Chris. We're forgetting about the, the our key ingredient. <laughs> that's right. You, you can't have the shonen without the suds. So Cody, I need to know, and all the people need to know, as a precursor for this weekend, what you drinking? Oh, good one. All right, Chris. 
I got the I got the new Bud Light pack. All right, we got the Bud Light Seltzer Cocktail Hour. Um, new 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 party pack. You know how I roll. You know party packs until I until I drop. Um, we got four brand new flavors in this one. Um, they say brand new, but I I, I beg to differ on some of these. But um, this one features the Tropical Punch, Lime Margarita, Strawberry Daiquiri, and Watermelon Mojito. Hell yeah! So this week. I went, I, I went with the easy one. I'm going with the Tropical Punch. It's very similar to the Tropical Punch from the Truly uh, Fruit Punch Pack. Oh, well, that is not a bad thing. Which is basically, a, it's just a Capri Sun for adults. It's yeah. absolutely fantastic. Especially on, like, these hot summer days that we're, that we're moving into. Um, mm-hmm. Really hits the spot. But, yeah, I'm doing the Tropical Punch this week. Um, very good, you know, 5% alcohol. Zero sugar, 100 calories. We're watching our beach bodies for, for Orlando <laughs> this weekend. Right. Um, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm having today, Chris. What about you? What do you, what do you drink? Cody, I am keeping it simple. I've got it open. Uh, I have just a 12-ounce classic Bud Light. Chris, um, that's what the bottle I was born with, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's, that's the bottle you were suckling as a babe. Now... Yeah, you know, and and the reason I went with that, like you know, I, I typically whenever I go to the grocery store, I typically just get like a six pack. I, I go to I peruse the beer aisle. This week I was like, you know, I'm gonna be going pretty fucking hard this weekend, so I was like, I'm just gonna get something simple. So I was like, you know, I'll just get a Bud Light, and they go down so smooth. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna put one on the door of the fridge, to save for Wednesday when we record the podcast. Which again, we're recording on Wednesday because we're hitting the road on Thursday. Or I'm hitting the road. You're hitting. The, you're taking to the skies. Yeah, I'm hitting the jets. But, um, you know, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So I was like, well, a, a simple Bud Light. It will 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 slake my thirst, um, and prepare me for just the hurting. I'm gonna put on chilies on Thursday night. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna have this one drink, and then I'm just gonna mm-hmm. drink like a gallon of water tonight and tomorrow, just to yep. make up for the dehydration that will take place this week. Because me, me and my old, me and my old pal Curtis Kang will be uh, making the drive. I literally bought a flat of water to bring with us, so I'll have bottles of water, you know, for some folks. Not, I mean, it's a twenty-four pack, which with fucking fourteen of us, that won't last a day. But it's primarily for the car trips and for the homies. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, I don't know about you. I'm 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 ready to fucking dive right into some spirited away. Yes, I'm ready. We got our drinks, and uh, you know I'll send it over to you for the tail of the tape. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's talk about Spirited Away. Uh, it was released July twentieth, two thousand one, in Japan, and I want to say it was December of two thousand one, uh, going into twenty twenty. Uh, sorry, twenty two thousand two. When it was released internationally, because um, I do remember it was like late, like winter, heading into spring when I saw it in theaters. I want to say it was like March, like February or March, uh, when I saw it in theaters. I remember it being a little cool out, but not like you know cold or not hot either. Um, but Cody, like we said, this movie has made so much fucking money, and of course, it is a Hayao Miyazaki film. Just probably. If I were to if I were to label it, I would say this is probably his most commercially successful. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I mean, it's the only one. It, it won uh, best animated feature, which I mean, this isn't some bullshit side like best grip category. This is like a film category, a big film category. 
So, and it, it I want to say, like, it was pretty handled that it won, too. Like, it's, and I definitely see why. And um, cause I remember after it had won an Academy Award, it got re-released in theaters, I want to say, like, that next year. Um, I didn't go see it a second time, um, which, because at that point, I already had it on DVD. I was like, I was, you know, I was young and stupid. I was like, well, why would I go pay to see something I have at home? Which I, I genuinely wish, well, of course, now you can see Spirited Away. Like, the Ghibli movies are in fucking theaters, I feel like, every six months. Yeah, it, it, it usually, yeah, it's like a, it's like usually one a month is, you know, be, you know, back in BC before COVID, of course. Um, and that's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all. Yeah. Like, I, I highly recommend if anybody, if you haven't had the chance and you're able to see Spirited Away in theaters, go fucking see it in theaters. Because, Cody, it is beautiful. This is like, I mean, again, this is some hand-drawn, handcrafted shit here. Everything is just, and it's just, the colors are bright. Everything just pops. Even like, even like the darker scenes are still offset by like bright blues and greens. And, you know, like, it's just, it's such a beautiful movie to watch. And like, there is so much going on in every scene like streets are crowded with people and buildings there's a lot of stuff happening in the almost every scene of this movie there is something there is so much happening and it's just mind-blowing how beautiful it is and cody i want to talk about how like they you know i've i've never listened to it in the original japanese because the english voice acting is fucking amazing yeah, I don't think I I have either. I think I've only you know seen it dubbed, um, you know, which might is a, a sin to some people, but you know it's sure you know it's it's what right. I grew up with quite literally. Like I'm just so used to this yeah. one, like being dubbed. Indeed. Um, well, and there's like some good star power here on the English side. You got old Michael Schicklis, Lauren Holly, uh, Jason Marsden. Uh, I know that doesn't sound like much anything, but if you're a fucking goof troop man like myself. <laughs> uh fucking my man max uh that's who this guy is um you've also got um now i know i feel like i've heard like davy chase and some other things yeah there's definitely some voices where i'm like man i know it's not like a not like bigger name not like a, a person that i would know like you know like the voice of like spike spiegel or something um uh, yep. but you know there's definitely some voices that you recognize um no no complaints here. This might have been like I, I can't remember like when um you know dubs started to get good, um, for lack of a yep. better term. Um but this definitely was like one of those like front runners of you know, this is actually a good yep. dub this is a respectable like <laughs> Yep, this was during the golden age when uh when dubs uh went from being bad to to absolutely fucking phenomenal and this one was no and but also to be fair anytime a miyazaki movie was in english i feel like especially like after anything after or around like princess mononoke usually there was a pretty solid cast um yeah and it was done very very well um and this one's no different we're we're clocking in i want to say right around two hours even uh but it's a fast two hours yeah and you know it, it hits the story beats and like honestly it it, it kind of breezes by in my opinion um yeah, like, they just follow like a, a real nice kind of simple story. You know, there's there's still still like some whimsical things. You know, in classic Miyazaki fashion. But you know, for yeah, the most it, part, it hits its story beats and it just keeps 
keeps trucking along, the two hours pretty much just flies by. Yeah, very Alice in Wonderland type vibe. So we can kind of just dive right in. So like the the movie basically follows uh, Chichiro and her parents. Um, now they have the classic trope of you know they're clearly moving to a new area. So you have this young you know 10, 11 year old kid that. You know, and we've talked about this before in other animes where it's like the kids don't want to move. You don't, you know, you don't ever want. I, what was this last week or two weeks ago? We were talking about that where, you know, you have that like that trope where like the, the family moves and the kid definitely doesn't want to go. Right. Yeah. Um, it was old as time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you know, and of course, you know, she's very standoffish on pretty much the whole time that she's you know in the beginning car in the beginning car trip. Um, and then they come across like this. Um, well, they're heading to their new home, and old pops, old, you know, voiced by Michael Chiklis, wants to uh, take a little shortcut. Well, they find themselves um, um, pretty much at like this tunnel now, that takes them. What's up? Now, Chris, let me interrupt you real quick. Uh-huh. This is my first speaking point in this movie, and this is one of my uh-huh. favorite, probably my favorite part of the whole movie. Pops uh-huh. takes this shortcut, right? And he <laughs> <laughs> suddenly he's like. A fucking indie car racer. <laughs> like man, he is, man is tearing ass. He's pushing the limits of this little sedan. Like I don't I don't know if hey Miyazaki just likes to drive fast because like all of the parents in Miyazaki movies will drive like they they pilot like nuts. Like Sasuke's mom from uh from Ponyo, you know, she's hauling uh, ass around every corner, <laughs> like and this you know uh Tichiro, I always say sin, um, but mm-hmm. Tichiro, like, her her dad is no different. Like, just full-blown Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt Jr., take your pick. He is, <laughs> he's full fucking dad, like fucking Dockers, tucked in, button-down oh, shirt, fucking watch that is probably not, like, crazy expensive, but he is, like, pure fucking dad. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so they yeah, so they get to that and again, like you said, he's tearing ass like all the fucking luggage inside the cars, like flying around, fucking Chichiro, which soon she'll be called Sin basically for the rest of the movie, um, mm-hmm. until we get to the end. Um Yeah, like she's like flopping around the back seat. And no oh, and seat belts this, are buckled, like no they're breaking all the rules. <laughs> Dude, they are fucking they just are just living on the edge. But um they, they finally come to a stop. And, of course, as they're going through this shortcut, um, Chichiro's noticing, like, all these little statues and totems and things around. Well, they, they come to the end of the road where there's, like, this tunnel. And they, you know, Mom and Dad get out of the car, and they want to go explore. Oh, yeah, well, let's check this out. And, you know, Mom's like, well, we should probably get to the house. The movers are going to be there. And Dad's like, well, they got keys. It's fine. They can get started without us. No big deal. So they want to go explore, and, and Kiddo's like, no! Like, very much, like, cowardly and doesn't want, you know, she's just not a fucking happy camper. She's not having a good time. Um, she's not having a good time at all. But, of course, parents are like, well, fine, fucking wait in the car if you want to. And they're like my parents. They're like, you don't want to come? Well, wait in the fucking car. We'll be back. So they start going, and, of course, she doesn't want to be there by herself, so she goes with them. And, of course, she is clinging to mama real tight. Um, and when they go through this tunnel, they, um, you know, they're in like this train station. Um, there's like, you know, it looks almost like an abandoned train station. And when they go leave out the, the station, they find themselves at what looks like an aban- abandoned amusement park. Um, mm-hmm. And as they're checking it out, the old Papa Duke smells something. He's like, hey, you smell that? Something smells good. 
and they want to go eat. And mom was like, it was mom was like, well, yeah, you know, we should have, uh, this is beautiful out here. We should have brought, a, you know, stuff for a picnic, yada, yada, yada. Um, well, they start exploring into these, this uh, amusement park, quote unquote. And, you know, there, there's a lot of like buildings and everything still standing. And so it definitely just looks like, you know, like an amusement park that the one in the Six Flags in New Orleans, you know, post Katrina is kind of what this place looks like. Well, as they're going through, they come to this stand that has all kinds of food in it. Like, it's all fresh, like, hot made food. And mom and dad start chowing the fuck down. Yeah, Pops is like, oh, I got my credit cards. We'll pay when they get back. You know? Yeah, it's fine. We're good. He's like, they got like they're just fucking one-shotting, like, Cornish game hens. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're just blasting this food down their throat. And Chicharro's like, we're going to get in trouble. Don't do this. And it's like, like, you know, she's like losing her shit, which Cody, by the way, from this moment on, poor Chicharro just is in a constant state of losing her fucking mind for the next at least hour and 15 minutes. She is constantly completely understressed. Like, Oh my God. The fucking widow maker, man. Like I'm surprised her fucking heart's not beating through her chest. But, um, (laughs) so this is where things kind of start to go awry. We start seeing like spirits kind of pop up and walking around. Mom and dad start to turn into pigs. Yeah, they 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 quickly they quickly find a new form. Um, not not oh. an appealing one. Um, no. Yeah, yeah it, it they, starts uh... to, like it the, it starts to get dark basically, and like you see these lights turning on, like all these random lamps and lanterns and things like that. Yeah, and I want to say she meets. Uh, she this is where she meets. Uh, she meets Haku. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see like all these like all these like shadowy figures, which we come to find out are basically like these. Mm-hmm. Figures. Yeah, and 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 uh, Haku's like, you you need to get back across the river before the sun goes down, and uh, too late for well, that. Yeah, a little too late. Mom and dad have become pigs, and um, Ichiro is starting to again. She's losing her mind. The spirits are walking around. A, a fucking fairy pulls up with all kinds of spirits getting off, and dude, and then she starts to disappear, and she's just, oh my god, I'm surprised she didn't have a fucking heart attack on the spot. She is losing her shit. She was already having a pretty rough day. <laughs> you know, she had a move. Oh, it goes from oh, you know man. missing her friends, and like then her parents get turned into pigs. The next thing you know, they're spirits and like ghost like things. Now she she's starts... alone. And next thing you know, she's disappearing. Like, girl is having a rough day. Yeah, she's see-through. Oh, my God, I'm see-through. <laughs> yeah. And, then, uh, and that's another thing, too. Like, I, I really liked the, the English dialogue. Like, it, it, it sounded just like how, like, a kid would sound. And, I, again, that's chops, just great chops. You know, the, the voice actor, what's her name? Davy, uh, Davy Chase or whatever her name is. Yeah. Like, really, really nailed, like, the 10-year-old, like, kid. So I thought it was really, really good. But... At this point, she's starting to disappear, and our old boy Haku shows up, and basically he's like, hey, you need to eat this, you know, if you, you know, eat some spirit food. It won't turn you into a pig, but it'll keep you from vanishing. Yeah. Um, and this is, like, kind of where their their little friendship begins, really. Um, she, she trusts him. Um, eats, eats yeah. like, this little food pill that he has. And then, yeah. of course, she stops disappearing. So. Yeah, and, th- and this is where the... No, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, and then I, I guess we should mention that they ha- she has discovered this bathhouse, um, yes. this giant bathhouse, which, I mean, I don't know if we ever had bathhouses over here in the States, but I've never 
I didn't, before Spirited Away, I didn't even know like a bathhouse, what a bathhouse was, if they actually exist. Obviously, they were not you know, washing off spirits and things like that, but um, just well, a huge... You always hear a lot about that in like Roman history and like Mediterranean history, like Greek, Roman, okay. things like that. Okay. And, and, is... and honestly, in Japanese culture, you see a lot of like that. You hear a lot about bathhouses. Yeah. Unless like saunas. Unless, unless that place in, in rush hour is, counts as a bathhouse. This is my first right. experience with a bathhouse. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But um, at this point, like Haku kind of tells, um, tells Chichiro to, you know, hey, we need you to go ask the, the um, what's his name? Uh, um, the, the, the particular guy running the bathhouse. Oh, the boiler guy. Yeah. Um, Kamaji. I want to say they call him the, the Kamaji. They call him the boiler man, I think is what they call him in the English yeah. version. Well, like, basically like hey you know you need to ask him for a job he's gonna say no but you need to insist like kind of like basically kind of trying to guide her like this is you don't want to be caught up in you don't want none of this shit doing so this is what you need to do um so yeah he makes his way to, uh, she makes her way to the bathhouse um speaks with uh this six arm fucking he is working everything in this it, bathhouse it he's got his little like soot helpers yeah and i think i have a mustache but this guy this guy is oh, rocking the full-blown Dr. Robotnik. Robotnik. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's exactly what I thought of when I saw him. I was like, man, he is just Robotnik, 100%. Uh-huh. But yeah, yep. she, and we should mention also that she gets um, noticed. Like, they know that there's a human there. Um, yep. It's like when, he cro- when they cross the bridge together. Yeah, he's like, don't, don't, hold, he's like, hold your breath until we get to the other side. And well, she, of course, like, they get stopped by old Kermit the Frog. Oh, that's right. And which who comes into play a little bit later as well. Yeah. And so, like, they're put on notice that there's a human there. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like you said, she, she goes down to meet this boiler man, Kamaji, who is basically, he's, he's like, heating the water um, for mm-hmm. the bathhouse, as well as putting, like, herbs and, like, all kinds of, like, random stuff just to help have, like, clean water, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, He's got his little suit workers, uh, very reminiscent of, like, Totoro. Um, like the little, like, I don't even know, like, dust bunnies or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty dope there. And they're, like, they're almost like, like little soot helpers. Yeah. Yeah, which and, he's uh, cast a spell on. We got some magic going on here, too. Um, and they're basically, oh, like, throwing coal into the fire to heat the water. Got a, got a nice looking working system going on down here in the boiler room. Absolutely, and he's and he's got all the arms to make it work. And this is where we're, um, you know, so uh, he refuses a couple times, but then um, I want to say we're introduced here to Lynn, and um, he actually says, okay, well, you know, take her to go meet you, Baba, who is the you know the the gal who runs the bathhouse, um. So they work their way through, um, and even and Lynn, Lynn is definitely like the hard ass that's been working there way too long. It's like I, I got you, sister. Stick with me, you'll be fine. I'll, I'll take you where you need to go. Yeah. So there's a lot of having her navigate through the bathhouse to get to you, Baba. Um, so there's a lot, lot of that. Like you know, there's a lot of twists and turns, and they're avoiding this like radish spirit, and she gets stuck in the elevator, you know, with the radish spirit. So there's a lot of. <laughs> Like the 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 how emotive the characters are in this movie, I think, are, is really really great too. Um, and of course, Yubaba, what an interesting character. 
Oh man, such a cool, so, so a- animated so well. She's like little with a big head with a monster nose. No, she's a witch, and um, basically, you know, she, she Chichiro gets to Yubaba, asks her for a job. You know, she definitely is like no, but definitely tries to shoo her away or frighten her away. Um, but no, she's fucking. Chichiro holds her holds her fucking ground, and she wants to uh, get her uh, you know get her job. So they they go ahead and sign this contract. Um, and part of that contract is uh, Yubaba taking away basically part of her name. Yeah, she's taking um, so the name Chihiro, from, she's her, just taking it and renaming yep, her Sin. So now she's just become Sin. And she's basically Sin. And what, what comes with that is she forgets her name. Yeah. Which is what happens to people that are here. And we see that with a lot of other spirits. And well, that comes into play a little bit later with, uh, with Haku. So... And then of course, Yubaba also has a gigantic baby. Oh, oh my God, the biggest goddamn baby I've ever seen. This is, this is like a dragon guard baby. Like this thing is gigantic. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. uh, so and and what happens here is um so this is where Haku basically warns um Sen that you know if you you know don't forget your name, don't forget who you are, because if you don't, you're stuck here. Yeah, and, he, and he, he actually found the card that her friend, like the goodbye card that she had wrote to her friend or that her friend wrote to yep. her. Um, mm-hmm. That'll help her. She'll use that to remember who she is. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, of course, like, you know, Haku is basically Yubaba's apprentice and right-hand man, so he kind of has to act really cold to her. Um, and meanwhile, like, you know, the the next big chunk of this movie is Sin's just trying to fucking make it through the day. You know, Lin is there and Kamaji are there to help her. But everybody else is just like, what the fuck is this? Um, and the first real, like, test she has is um, the first two, I guess, well, she meets um, this, like, black, almost, like, ghostly-looking creature with a mask that uh, we come to know as uh, basically No-Face. Um, yeah, pretty much just as popular as Totoro these days when it comes to like, yeah, pop very much an iconic. Like yeah, exactly. Um, so she basically invites him inside the bathhouse, um, thinking that it's a customer. And uh, well, this is where we get like a, a big, a big um, guest in. We get like uh, her sin's first real test is this stinky spirit, like this real sludgy, covered in stank spirit, uh, to come through. And basically, they're coming in and they're going to go ahead and um basically give it the old uh, give it the old bath treatment and uh this i mean this this apparently is a spirit of like a polluted river because as they as they finally get this thing into the bathhouse which by the way i love the scene when you baba and sin like get a whiff of this like the 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 way that you baba and sin are animated in this in this particular like exchange it's so great it's so hilarious because this guy fucking stinks and so she gets him into the bath and he's just fucking slubbing out and needs to get more water and yubaba's like kind of watching like look at her she's fucking you know almost like almost like wants her to fail but also she's able to get a lot of bath tokens which is what you need to get the water and get the herbs from um from the boiler man kamaji you need to like put the token on the string send it to him and he brings the water back well 
apparently it's really, really hard to get those tokens. And when she goes to get them initially, she kind of gets brushed aside. Because um, yeah, she's like the but, new human girl around. And they're like, exactly. Oh, we're not going to give you any bath tokens or herb tokens, whatever they call them. Exactly. And uh, well, our old boy No Face basically just gives her like a fucking shit ton of them. Yeah, No No Face pulls pulls some tricks and steals some for her. Yep. So he gets um so he gets all the tokens there, which while you know Sin's trying to get this stink monster clean, like Yubaba's like, well, how did she get those tokens? You know, like you know how you know like kind of like watching this all unfold, and so they start to clean the the monster, and then they um she realizes while she's you know trying to get all the sludge out that this monster this uh this spirit has like um like a, a, a quote unquote thorn in its side, it looks like a, a bicycle handlebar is stuck inside of it. Um, on top of all the other junk that's coming off of this river. So she sees her starting to try to pull something. Lynn is pulling this thing out, and Yubaba's like, all right, well, we've got a thorn, so we need to get down there. And she basically, you know, rallies the troops to pull this thing out. And, um... Yeah, it seems like they've definitely done this before. You know, like, at at first it seemed like uh, Yubaba was kind of setting her up for failure on this test. Um, And then once she kind of got things going, it was like, all right, now we got to help her get the thorn out of the side. So it's it, it, at first I thought it was just like a test that she was meant to fail, like you know, upon mm-hmm. first watching. Um, yeah, then they all rally together and pull this thorn out, which is ends up being a lot more than just a bike. It's like just a ton of it's a junk. lot of garbage. Yeah, just garbage, just a shit ton of it. Ends up being like turns out this this giant like sludge monster is actually. Is it a river spirit is what it is? Yeah, yeah, like a polluted river spirit. Yeah, he's like an old, like, dragon-looking guy. Um, very interesting. Definitely not what you expected to come out of, like, this giant, like... If you've ever played Pokemon, it looked like a giant muck. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. Well, and then when they finally get that, you know, they get all the sludge off of it, this thing basically is able to, you know, go about, like, how, like you, you see it in its true form. It thanks Sin by giving her, like, this little, like, it looks almost like a like a like a black ball, like a just a little fuzzy. Looks rotten, whatever it is. Um, so he gives this to her. She doesn't really know what it is, but also in the aftermath and all this junk, Cody, there's gold to be had in, through in all of this junk. So people start like rifling through all of this trash that was left behind by this monster, and well, you know, people start digging for gold. But later, so later on. When everything's cleaned up, that old Kermit the Frog comes back through. He, he's like, well, fucking, you know, somebody's clearly left something behind. So he starts digging through, you know, like the floorboards, trying to find some gold. And, um, well, Cody, our old pal No-Face is hanging out in that bathtub. And uh, my man can just make gold from his hands. Yeah, man, it's just, he, whatever he wants, he can just make gold. And, you know, he can sell you on that. Um well, then he fucking just eats old Kermit the Frog. Well, poor Kermit, man. <laughs> Granted, he was a little greedy. Uh, you know, give him that. But yeah, man, well, man just gets eaten by old No-Face. <laughs> yeah, gets eaten, and then No-Face proceeds to kind of go on a tear here by just, you know, bribing it. He just, he's just making gold at will. He is just getting plump and just eat, just, just really, you know, taking the attention of everybody at this bathhouse. I just just lining up the food, just passing out the gold. Um, and I want to say this is where um, yeah, like Sin wakes up the next day. Yeah. Um, everybody's cooking no face food to get gold. 
Mm-hmm. You got the, your burps already. Um, That's all right. Because I know Sin, he wants to talk to Sin. I know that. Yeah, he wants to talk to Sin, but Sin wants to find Haku. She hasn't yeah. seen Haku in a minute. Um, but yeah, oh. No Face is really wanting Sin. Um, like he, anytime he'll like make her gold, but she like she's like I don't need any gold. Like you know, she's not like greedy like the rest of these cats. Yeah. Um, she is literally just say, looking for Haku. <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. And I think um, the big thing. Here, here, because during all that, I want to say there's a lot going on with Yubaba as well. Like, um, this is where before before Sin can even get to him, this is where like Haku shows up being chased by the fucking uh, by the by the old origami monster. The origami attacks. Yep. And uh, but Haku is in like his true form. He's like full on dragon, yeah, he... like dr- like Shinron style yeah, he... dragon. Very similar to like the river spirit that we saw. You know that. And and Lynn just helped clean. Um, mm. Very very similar. Yep. And then um, when so she so she saves him from all the old paper cuts, and he flies away up into Yubaba's penthouse. Yeah, and he's um, he's messed up. He's bleeding like, oh, everywhere. Which I don't know. You know, outside of um, like Grave of the Fireflies, I don't know if there's much blood in any Miyazaki. Unless I just not, not forgetting. That I unless I'm just forgetting. Um, like, uh, like, not that I know. Cause yeah, because Haku is Haku. Haku yeah, Haku's gushing blood. Yeah, he's pretty thrashed. That's for damn sure. Um, so he flies up to the penthouse. Um, and this is where we, you know, we're introduced to Yubaba's twin sister. Oh yeah, uh, Zaniba. Yep. And she has a nice little little run at it where she takes uh, Yubaba's giant baby. And like basically like and the three heads that she has rolling around basically like turns the three heads into the baby, turns the baby into a mouse, and like the fucking the her little like birdie eagle thing that looks kinda like her when she flies away, um, into like um I don't know, like uh like a a, a little like insect, like mosquito looking thing. Yeah, she she's with all of her sister stuff, actually. Um, yep. And basically, Zaniba's like, well, Haku stole... He, basically, she has a magic seal that Haku stole. Yep. Um, so that's why he was there. Um, and then I want to say that... Uh, but it was the uh, the little paper thing that was allowing... Like, it was basically like projecting Zaniba's visage into that... Um, into that room, and Sin Sin now finds herself in the boiler room with Haku, with old um, with old Boiler Man, yeah, and God, I can't think of it. Uh, Kamaji. Kamaji? Yep. Yeah, just think Kadaj, but Kamaj. Yeah, on the cards, okay. <laughs> yep, and then um, so but there's also, and well, she gives you know uh, Kamaji is basically helping her take care of uh, Haku. And this is where she gets the idea. She's like, "Well, I have this this ball, which is yeah." You know, come to find out, it's like a medicine ball, not like yeah. Because I know she, when she gets it initially, maybe like that before, like later that day, she takes a bite of it and is just like, Bleh. "Yeah." And so she like feeds it to Haku just to try and like see if it'll help. Um, huh. You know. Boy, it is like it is it is like Epicat because he just starts blah yeah. like everywhere. I'm chucking. <laughs> Dude, 
Absolutely. He's just, just going to town. And, uh, well, he ends up, I want to say he ends up spitting up the fucking, the seal that he stole. Yeah. Um, the seal has like a... sort of like parasite on it. Yeah. Something clearly not, not good. To be confused, not to be confused with Migi, yeah, yeah. but a different kind of parasite, which, um, which, um, Sin basically just smushes with her foot and it all goes like between her toes. <laughs> and, uh, and I like Kamaji's like, oh, it's a curse. We need to we need to break that curse. So she does like the, you know, the the chops through her fingers or whatever. He's like, put your fingers like this, and he just like chops down through the middle, like you know, shit the kids do. Yeah. yeah. The, take the reverse care of... of step on a crack, break your mama's back type of situation. Yeah. And you know, of course, while all this is happening, you know, um, No Face is still just like terrorizing. Plowing, just yeah. plowing through some food. Yeah, eating food, you know, asking everybody, you know, where's Sin? You know, he, he wants Sin. Like, Sin's, like, one that got him in. Like, he likes Sin, but, you know, he's he's, he's basically a, a monstrosity at this point. Oh, yeah. So but he, now Sin, well, Sin, I want to say Sin, when she gets to him, she basically feeds him part of that dumpling or that, that little fucking like ball that medicine she balls. has. Yeah, yeah. Yep. When I say medicine ball, I mean, like, an actual, like, all of medicine, not like uh, yeah, not, you're, you're not like, like we're not doing CrossFit, you know. No, hell no. But old fucking uh, old old fucking no face definitely needs it, though maybe not because uh, the same thing kind of happens here. He uh, boy Cody, he just starts losing everything, and he because right now he is massive. He's praying massive. to the porcelain gods right now. <laughs> Whatever he had for lunch is is coming out. Um, yeah. and he, but he's starting to return to like his normal. It's like scrawny self. Like, obviously, he has like a, a like a cloak kind of over him. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then basically yeah. she wants to you know go meet up with Zaniba. Um, give her give back her seal back. Give her seal back. You know she's you know she's just looking out for Haku. That's that's her her, her really only friend she has at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, outside, or at least the one she can relate to the most because Lynn. Yeah, Lynn's, Lynn's there. Like older. Yeah, Lynn's like her older like sister kind of vibe. Um, Mm-hmm. She, you know, Haku's the one that's in immediate danger, so she wants to basically save him. Mm-hmm. So she thinks by giving the seal back, you know, maybe she'll we get, we can, uh, you know, <laughs> let our boy mm-hmm. go. Maybe get him back to the real world because he's also forgotten his name. Uh, exactly. So I mean, basically, leading up to that point, basically, you know, she she feeds the rest of the the medicine ball to um fucking uh, No Face. Basically, then the chase ensues. He's leading her out of the bathhouse. All the while, he's just fucking throwing up everything and everyone that he's eaten um, before they finally, finally finish up, and he's back to, like, his normal size. Yep. And then, you know, she gets out outside the bathhouse, and Lynn has a boat set up for uh, take her to the train because I think it had rained a bunch the night before when, like, the big sludge monster showed up. Um, yep. So she's going to boat her to the to the train, and, like, at this point, No-Face really isn't a threat, but he's kind of just, like, following along behind, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they get to the train, or they get to, like, where she has to walk the rest of the way to the train, mm-hmm. and, you know, No-Face kind of just tags along with her, um, and you kind of get some of those, like, iconic scenes from, like, some of the movie posters where it's, like, her and No-Face sitting on the train together, um, mm-hmm. almost like her little buddy at this point. Yeah. 
And they they go through. They go. They uh they come to again. This a lot of big Alice in Wonderland vibes throughout this whole movie. Well, yeah. they uh yeah, like they, in between was... in between these mm-hmm. story beats, there's a lot of like you know really cool animation, but it's mostly just like the journey to get to the next plot. Point. Yeah, yeah. This this movie is very much about the journey. Um, because now they meet with Zaniba. Um, basically, they talk about you know it was her love for Haku that broke the curse, especially when he tells her that like that she squished the fucking the curse that was on the uh, on the seal. Mm-hmm. And um, and then she was basically saying that it was Yubaba actually used that that slug or that little black asked to control Haku. Yeah, that little, like, parasite thing, yep. yep. And this is where, uh, and Haku shows up, and this, uh, so Haku shows up, but No-Face stays, uh, stays there with Zaniba. Um, and this is where we get a really cool moment with, like, Haku, and we get, we got, like, our, you know, our never-ending story flying around, you know, oh, yeah. whimsy <laughs> moment with our, you know, our main two characters, and she helps Haku remember who he was. He was the, um, a spirit of the Kohaku River or something like that? Yeah, she, you know, like the first time when Haku was falling into like the boiler room, um, mm-hmm. we got like this scene where it seemed like it was like her when she was younger underwater, but it, yep. didn't, it didn't really make much sense until now. And it turns out that she had dropped her shoe in this Kohaku River and I guess mm-hmm. was going to drown. And, you know, Haku or. It's weird calling him Kohaku River, but like the spirit of that river saved her, um, and that's where that scene was from. And she like realizes it because Haku shows up and he's in full like, you know, he's all healed up, no more cuts, and he's not spitting up blood or anything. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's a fucking stallion. He looks like a nine tails from Pokemon or something. Exactly. Um, yeah, she says like you're the Kohaku River, and he's like, you know, he starts to change back into like his human self. Um, and you know he's like, then you did it. You you helped me remember my name. You know all this stuff. Um, so now he can get out of the spirit world as well because that's the only way you can get out of this world. Is mm-hmm. To remember your name. I remembering. Yep. Now I know here because um, I also know that Hawk prior to the, uh, him showing up there, Haku went to Yubaba and asked him to break Ben's contract. Yeah. He- um, she I want to say she like refused to do it or like you know. Because, you know, her parents were pigs and all. He basically just being a to- teetotal bitch. Yeah, but Haku's like, well, did you realize that, like, you know, your baby's not your baby? <laughs> and she, like, turns the yep. the baby back into, the, like, the three talking heads and all that. Yeah, uh, that, it's such a great scene when she's, like, inflamed and runs up on Haku. Like, what a, like, that's, Cody, that's fucking hand-drawn. Yeah. Like, this movie that looks whole... better than, like... Holy shit. Any animated film I've seen recently. <laughs> oh my god. Outside of like Mugen Train, things like that. Um, but like, for the most part, this still puts a lot of show, a lot of movies to shame that I've seen. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's just beautiful. And then, so that all happened while Sin's on her way to see Z- uh, Zaniba. So when she returns with Haku, basically they show up and Yubaba's like, well, where's my baby? And I'll, Zaniba's like, well, you know, they could have changed back any time now. Because when they were there, she she asked Zaniba to turn them back, and she was like, oh, the curse has been gone. The, the curse has been broken for a while now. Yeah, those They're, two haven't been cursed for a minute. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to change back. 
So like they're kind of enjoying whatever they were, they're enjoying being in their current form. Um, right. But when they get back, so the mouse, um, you know, Yuvaba's ready to fucking throttle uh, Sin. Well, baby shows up and turns back into full on big baby, and um, Yuvaba's still being a bitch, and you know, baby's like, you know, don't, you know, don't make Sin cry. Like she's my friend. We had an awesome time today. So. And everyone, and Yubaba's like, well, I can only break your contract if you pass this next test. And every she's getting booed out of the fucking building. Oh yeah, everyone's they, just like, and it's so funny how like, like everyone, Lynn like, and the Kermit and all. <laughs> I say Kermit, just the frog guy. Like all yeah. the all the people from the bathhouse are pretty much booing her out of the place. And yeah, yeah. she's like, well, I can't. I have to do this. And that's when Baby's like, if you make her cry, I won't like you anymore. And she was she didn't like to hear that, but uh. But, you know, fucking this whole, during this whole time too, Cody, um, she's very much, she's grown up a lot. Um, Chichiro or Sen has grown up a lot. Like, she's definitely not the same person we met when this movie started. So she fucking, you know, nuts up, knuck if you buck. And she's like, oh no, a deal's a deal. If I got to pass a test, I got to pass the test. And bring so, it on. <laughs> yeah, bring it on, bitch. You know, she um. So the test is she she walks her over to this this pig pen and she's like, well, you know, you have to figure out which ones are your parents. Uh, if you can do that, your contract's broken and you'll all be allowed to leave. So she walks up and she's looking around and she's like, well, there's got to be a mistake because none of them are my parents. And with that, all the pigs turned back into they were just I guess workers in the bathhouse. Um. Everyone cheers and is delighted, and the contract goes poof right in Yubaba's hand. Yep. And uh, we get, she, she has gets, her chance to leave. Yeah, and her parents get turned back to human, um, but they're like transported back to the other side of the the With bridge. Um, yep. And, and then, Haku's like, "Well, now we, we've got to go. We've got to get you there." And um, basically, has some pretty explicit instructions, like. You know, you can't, you know, when after you cross the river, you can't look back until you're through the tunnel. Yep. So, so of know, course. They say their they're quick little goodbyes, and then. Yeah. He ain't and looking in the rear view anymore, Chris. She's just, you know. She's not. She And she shows up, and she's back with her parents. Her parents are like, where have you been? Come on, let's go. Like, I, I didn't really like that part of the end. Like, I was like, God, you guys are such jerks. Like, yeah, and like I, the. Been, oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say she's been on this like wild adventure, but I guess she she can't really tell her parents that. And you see, she wants to turn back around, but she doesn't. Like she's, you you see this really great maturity uh, of her character, like from start to where we are now. And I don't know, man. Like uh, I didn't like the way her parents were kind of like firm with her. Like I don't know. I just I felt like she was more prepared for it, and she was ready to like. You know, face this new challenge of moving. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, she just survived a spirit world, saved her parents' life, you know. Got the crown, saved the town, Mr. Krabs. Um, yeah, she's, she's, of course. She's ready for a new school. Like, she can she can handle anything at this point. Yep, and of course, well, they get back to the car, and the car is, like, covered in dust and leaves, so it makes me think that they were all in there for a long time. Yeah, and, like, the... Even, like, the gateway, like, the archway is, like, completely different. Yeah, it's, it's not, like, like bright and red. Over. It's, like, all mossed over. And mm -hmm. yeah, so I wonder what kind of world they end up 
you know, going back to, but, you know, the movie kind of... Right, yeah, like, what if they get, they, they've been gone for 50 years and, like, their house has been resold? Yeah, there's flying cars, there's a, you never know. <laughs> we've, we've got some we've got some Beetlejuice situation here. They're going to pull up in their house and there's a whole other fucking family living in it. Yep. Oh, the family that bought this house has been dead for 50 years. <laughs> Spirited away to reloaded. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then, you know, cue credits and... That yeah, is roll the credits. Away. They get in the car. They get in the car, and Dad drives away kind of slowly this time. But yeah. They drive away, and yeah, he's learned his lesson. He he saw the speed limit sign this time. They put their yeah. seatbelts on and everything. It was great. Well, I guess after having a full stomach, I guess he's uh he's he's ready to slow it down. Yeah, just a slow ride all the way home. Um, That's right. But uh, that is Spirited Away, the uh, the Studio Ghibli classic. And Cody, I fucking loved it. I can't stress that enough. Um, movie is just absolutely fantastic, and I'm actually I pulled it? up the uh, the winners mm-hmm. and nominees from the Academy Awards that year. It beat out uh-huh. Ice Age, Lilo and Holy Stitch, shit. Spirit, the like horse movie, yeah, 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 and and Treasure Planet. So, Holy like, shit! It really took it to Disney, took it to DreamWorks, just beat them all. <laughs> exactly, which is awesome. That was great to see it again. It, it that kind of put you know it, that really turned you know, Studio Ghibli movies into into household names. And now, like, you know, really, you don't really see much, because I don't know what, what Studio Ghibli movies have come out since Spirited Away. Oh, gosh. Um, Tales of Earthsea. Um, As the like, Wind Rises. What? Yeah. Um, when Marnie was there. Tale of Princess Kaguya. Mm-hmm. Um, now, granted, those are... Some of those aren't uh, Hayao Miyazaki. They're just sure. like, Ghibli films. Um, yeah. Uh, and what else? Kiki's before or after that? Before I want to say Kiki's was before that. Kiki's yeah. is like OG. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, right? Um, and what else? I mean, there's but, there's still a few more, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, point is, you know, those probably. I mean, while yes, they would see some sort of acclaim, but I don't think they would be as big as they were had Spirited Away not really just stole the fucking show. Yeah. I mean, they might not even have gotten to come out in the States. Yeah, no, that's very, very true. That is very, very true. I think Spirited Away, I think Spirited Away just also in general just kind of set anime on a whole new, you know, on a collision course. Because at this point, like we said, this is, you know, 2002, the early 2000s when anime was really fucking catching fire um, in the West, like on a more like commercial level with, you know, with theatrical releases, with the, just the fucking popularity of Toonami and a, a Midnight Run and Adult Swim, things like that. Um, so anime was really catching fire. So to see it get like not just, you know, you know, fan acclaim, but to see it get just critically acclaimed and win an Academy Award, which for a lot of people like that's the end all be all, which for me though, for the most part, most Academy Award winners suck. It's, a lot of times it's just some bullshit art house film that only five people watched. Yeah, and th- and there's some like I I don't think your name ever even got nominated, and it's like, which is bullshit. Wow, like, total bullshit. Wow, like, and it, you know, and sometimes like I'm trying to remember what it was. I want to scroll down. I have to look through some mm-hmm. of the Academy Awards. There was a couple that I was like, man, how did that win? Like, you know, yeah. and that's just kind of how it is. Um. You know, our boy, our boy Leo, you know, he should, he deserved it on Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, but, mm-hmm. 
I think after that took Academy him, took Awards. Him fighting a bear naked to, to get yeah, it. Yeah. Who would have thought? I think they just gave it to him at that point because they knew they fucked up. Um, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, the, you know, it's not our usual standard. You know, usually we don't really care what, like, uh, Rotten Tomatoes thinks. But, you know, it, even for animation, it's huge for, uh, you know, a Japanese animated film to yeah, any, anytime you see animated movies get you know thrown into the limelight like that, that aren't bullshit Disney movies or you know just like the the tried and true, be it Bugs Bunny, Mickey Mouse, you know in those camps, you know it's always nice to see you know someone else get you know recognized for what they're doing. Yeah, you know, it's not a DreamWorks, Disney, Pixar, whatever. Yeah, like Shrek was like a snap win every time. Right, exactly, exactly. You know, like from from this, you know, like when Marnie was there was nominated, the Red Turtle was nominated, um, Ella Princess Kaguya was nominated. Like, and they didn't win, granted, but like, it's just nice to see those get more uh, critical acclaim. Exactly. So, Cody, with with that, you know, we need to put it on the only, you know, we we need to really give it the only, you know, praise that it deserves. Um, the only one that matters, Cody. Where are we putting this on our lists? The Shonen Suds ranking is the most. That's right. That, that is the most prestigious, most prestigious of anime rankings here on Shonen and Suds. So, um, and I think you know, you and I talked about it pre-cast. Uh, we kind of have an idea of where we're putting it. Yeah, this um, was probably like the hardest part was deciding. You know, we knew it was top five for sure. Um, yeah, for me, it's going to be my my new number two. Um, yeah. I debated whether or not I like this more than like Ninja Scroll and Akira. Um, mm-hmm. Back in the day, dude, I used to like Totoro was my like it was a like just an easy win over this. Um, mm-hmm. And you know now rewatching Totoro on the cast and then rewatching this, like this movie's just super solid. Like it, it's just mm-hmm. I have I have nothing. Like the only gripes I have is like origami attack. <laughs> On mm-hmm. on our boy Haku when he's like a dragon, um, just because I think it would, like we have all these spirits and these like monsters and these weird looking creatures and things like that, we could add him like fight something like that um, mm-hmm. instead of a bunch of pieces of paper. But and, you know that's just a personal. That's nothing. You exactly. know that's what the artist wanted it wanted to be in the film. So I I can't really I can't fault it for that. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be my new number two. I'm bumping Ninja Scroll down a peg and just right under your name. Um, your name's still my, still my number one. Um, yeah, this definitely gave it gave it a good run. Yeah, I actually had to had to switch around my top because um, you know, I've I've had Ninja Scroll as my number one for a long time, and I've had Metropolis number two. Um, I think, I think just just after watching Spirited Away, I think my top three is going to kind of rearrange. I've got now I've got Metropolis as my top. Uh, just because, you know, Ray Charles is carrying a lot of weight there. Um, my new number two is now Spirited Away, knocking Ninja Scroll down to third. Third is third is not bad, Chris. You know, oh, this is an elite. This is elite company up here. Yeah. I'm like, like our, our top five is, is stacked. Like, uh, yes. Poor, poor Weathering with You just got bumped down to number six. Um, but, you know, that's okay, for at least for me. Um it's just, you know, when you watch a Ghibli film, it's it's pretty much automatically going top ten, or you know, close to it at the very least. 
Yeah, it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard to not enjoy a Miyazaki film or a Studio Ghibli film. Like they're just great. They're just great movies. And Spirited Away is definitely an exceptional piece of artwork. And I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And I fell in love with it all over. Uh, over uh, fell in love all over again. All over again with it this week. I can't. I can't speak. It's just the, it's the Bud Light getting to you, Chris. You know, one twelve ounce man. Bud Light. You're. I'm telling you, all of a sudden. <laughs> I, I've had half a Heineken. Where are my panties? <laughs> um, but, but yeah, Chris. That, I mean, you know, that's that's pretty much all we got this week. Um, no poll this no, week because we're we're gonna be diving back into the Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer, baby. Yes, sir. We're gonna be uh, doing the Mugen Train arc. Yes, yeah, so which will be pretty uh, much more, just which is the movie with a Rengoku episode. Yeah, it's pretty much just covering the Rengoku episode and kind of like giving us some time to recover because obviously we're going to Florida for the next, you know, four or five days. Uh, exactly. We're going to need some recovery time, so watching a little Rengoku backstory is going to be nice to and just to, you know, refresh our memory on, you know, where we're at in Demon Slayer. Um, yeah, obviously. Then ideally after. No, go ahead. Yeah, like obviously you've seen the, the entertainment arc, so. Um, I am fully caught up and I can't wait for the next season, which is what we're going to be going into after we do the Mugen Train arc, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. yep. We're going straight into that. And then so next week's cast, we will have a poll um, mm -hmm. probably for another movie because we'll do, you know, the Mugen Train arc and then we'll do entertainment arc and then we'll probably do a movie and then, mm -hmm. you know, right back to the regular scheduled programming. You know, movie, poll, show, poll. Until, I guess probably until like my hero new season comes out. I don't know how far off that is. Um, I know. Well, we've got. I know we talked. That they're getting like those little OVAs, so maybe whenever that comes oh, out. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, there's no shortage of content between now and then. That's for damn sure. Oh, absolutely not. And uh, you know, so if you guys got any suggestions for us, any any more shows for us to watch. Um, oh, and of course, you know, unless Jujutsu Kaisen's movie comes out on like Funimation or Crunchyroll or something, we also do need to cover that at some point. Um, Definitely. Yeah, any suggestions you guys have for us, you can, you know, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter at Shonen and Suds, where you can participate in the polls is on our Twitter page. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, but that's, that's that's pretty much all I got for this week, man. I am excited. I got my luggage ready. I haven't packed everything yet, not even close, but. Yeah, I, I, I'm about half packed, or about three quarters of the way packed. I just need to, you know, I got my air mattress in tow. Um, Bringing the air mattress just in case, you well, know, our 35-person well, well, Airbnb. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, I've got the old air mattress, so I, I'm, I'm going to make sure I get a good night fucking sleep. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Where, wherever I drop, Chris, because I'm, I'm sure we're going to be we're going to be pounding the drinks down. I can't wait. That's right. That's right. I'm gonna be needing somewhere to flop onto when uh <laughs> when those when those whatever whatever I'm drinking. The question is, what will I not be drinking? That's probably the uh the most the the best question to ask. Um, yeah, I, Chris. I, next time I see you, you'll be picking me up from the the Orlando airport. So you know, that's right. Any listeners? Sure you don't want to. Any you sure you don't want to hoof it over to Denny's before that? I'll pick you up at the Denny's again. I might have to grab myself a, a Grand Slam, you know. Oh, yes. <laughs> Denny's was hitting. Um, yeah, anybody, <laughs> any of our listeners in Orlando, make sure you hit us up when we're down there. We will we'll meet you at the Chili's. Uh, <laughs> That's right. The Chili's right there, right there on like Simeon's Avenue or whatever, like 10 minutes. It's 10 minutes or 15 minutes from the airport. You can't miss um, it. You can't miss it. We're not, we're not going to no Walt Disney World. We're going to Chili's. <laughs> That's right. 
I purposely, the hotel we got for Thursday night, because the, the Airbnb is available Friday, so we're getting down there Thursday because, you know, it's so much cheaper to leave a day before, which is fucking absurd. But I, I was mean, like, what can you do, you know? Exactly. So I was like, I, I made the executive decision because we were like, well, let's get a hotel. I was like, well, let me locate the chilies on the map. I just zoomed out. I was like, oh, that's a hotel that's literally right there. That's the one. Turns out it's actually a pretty nice hotel, too. So it's like, okay. Yeah, you get, it's the best of both worlds, Chris. <laughs> exactly. So we can hoof it to Chili's and then hoof it back to the hotel. We're going to need the Chili's to stay open extra late for us. Because, you know, I'm not, right. I'm not landing until late. Um, hopefully Curtis Kang brought, it, brought his drinking helmet. Cause, you know, oh, he's, <laughs> he'll be in the wrong car if he didn't. That's for damn sure. Now, clearly, I don't condone condone drinking and driving, so I will be sober as can be when well, I come to pick you up. Safety first. Oh well, yeah, and then that's why we have the hotel so close to the Chili's. We can just walk home. God damn right. God damn right, we do. But yeah, that's that's gonna do it for me this week. Chris, you got anything else before we wrap this thing up? No, man, I am ready to hit the fucking road. Got my hat, my briefcase, got my sunshades. I got 12 hours of jungle japes on repeat. I'm ready to go. All right, man. Well, I, I will see you in Florida then. And guys, we will see you next week. I'm Cody Snodgrass. And I am Chris Adams. And thank you, as always, for hanging out with us. See you.